The Valkyrie Cycle, a Monster Hearts 2 actual play podcast by Midnight Ceremonies Media. Episode 17, 11th Hour. Hi y'all, I'm Victoria Nielsen and I play Sylvia Diaz-Traciante in The Valkyrie Cycle. Before we begin the episode, a few reminders. If you're tweeting or posting about the show online, please use hashtag the Valkyrie Cycle or hashtag TVC spoilers to tag your content and to help us see anything you'd like to share with us. You can follow our official account at Midnight C Media on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for updates and additional information about the show and more. Finally, a warning that this season deals with heavy themes, including recurring and intense depictions of generational trauma, internalized homophobia, violence, and inter-party conflict. For episode-specific content warnings, please check the episode description or visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy episode 17 of The Valkyrie Cycle, 11th Hour. Gamers, it is time. I'm going to turn off Carry On My Wayward Son. Um, <laughs> everyone's eyes are indeed set on prom, but before the titular night can arrive, we have a couple orders of business to attend to first. Number one, Cassie and Stephanie. I mm. think when Stephanie goes back to school, I don't know if she still has the bandages on her face at this point. I don't know how fast they're, they're healing. Um, but she is very subdued. If anyone is looking at her, she is very much uh, avoiding people's eye contact because she doesn't know how people's going to react now that she's back. Cassie, when did you want to talk to Stephanie? You know what? I think it's going to be after school. Monday. Where would, where does, where is Stephanie usually after school? I don't know. Do they have cheer every single day or just on like Monday, Wednesday, Friday or? Um, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Yeah. Cassie's going to go to track practice, kind of wait until everything starts picking up and find the moment when uh, Stephanie's sitting to the side by herself to approach do you like make your presence does Cassie like very much make her presence known as walking up or is it just like a um, just a sit down I think it's a sit down and she's uh, she's got her like coat closed arms crossed over her chest drawn in and she has something like in her hand that she's keeping inside the coat as she sits down. Hi. Hey. Um. I I should have. I probably should have um came by at some point in the past week to check on you. No, no, it, it's okay. I mean, I never came and saw you when you were healing. So. Yeah, but I. I mean, I was. One of the reasons why it happened. So, and I was there when I saw it happen. So, yeah. But that's not why I'm here. Well, I mean, partially, I guess, because I wanted to make sure you were 
uh, fine, but that would be a stupid question to ask because I know I was not fine after it happened to me. I'm not a werewolf, so you don't yeah. have to worry about that. I thought you didn't want to talk to me anymore. It's, uh, it's a little more complicated than that, I guess. I just, I... You want me to do spells for you, too? No. No. I just... I don't really... I don't... I don't know... Um... How to say it. Really well. So I tried writing it out, and she pulls out a piece of the thing that she was holding underneath her jacket. And she kind of stares down. It's just like a single piece of paper, and it's kind of crumpled, because she's been holding it very tightly in her fist. And she like un she smooths it out and inside it's like there's three flowers kind of curled up in the paper. But she she doesn't she slips them underneath the paper so you don't see what they are yet. And she just looks down at it. But it, it doesn't really I don't know if it makes sense, so and I was gonna just kind of like slip it underneath your door, but that's kind of stupid. Um, in really middle school, and I feel like we're older than that, so I probably shouldn't do that. Um, I, I love you, and I care about you a lot, but seeing, I couldn't sit by when Lucian was doing what he did, and it was, it wasn't, it, I should have handled it better. Because I haven't, I haven't told anybody about you or us, and I guess he had a right to know why I was there, but I never made it known to him. Um, and then realizing that, I figure that I never told you what it was that I wanted to tell you, because we didn't exactly have a lot of time before I got- I think that time was always gonna run out. Yeah. You're with Eden now. And you guys look so happy. I was so... So desperately selfish. I just, I just want my best friend back. Maybe not fully, um, because I, I, I can't. I mean, I can't lie. I, you, you, you hurt Lucian pretty bad. I, I mean, mean, you I, hurt me. I know it. I can see that. It's just I. I don't have everything figured out, but the one thing that I do know is that if you want to, I would not be against trying to figure it out. I like that a lot. I really, really have missed you. I missed you too. And uh, Cassie takes 
the flowers and they're like a little bit wilted because it's been holding on to them for so long and it's like um it's a single rose it's still young the bud is still closed and then the second is a white lily and the third is a light purple morning glory and he kind of reaches over and presses them into her hands and he says there was always a lot of reasons why I called you Rosebud. The first is because I thought roses were pretty, and you were too, and because I hoped that there would be a day where I could give you one, and you would know what it meant, what it really meant. But flowers take specific conditions to grow, I guess. And I guess, even if we couldn't figure it out then, I feel like maybe we could figure it out now. And I care about you. And thank you, I guess, for everything, but also not thank you for some of the stuff. But we'll figure that out. I'm sorry for a lot of stuff. And I'm grateful for a lot, too. Do these other flowers mean something? I mean, probably. I didn't really check the meanings very closely. I just thought they looked nice. And also, lilies are like a gay flower or something. One of the things I'm sorry for is... Not realizing I was gay sooner. You don't have to apologize for that. I figured it out when I figured my stuff out, and I'm not going to... I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say I wish we could have figured it out while we had what we had, but... You're owed your journey, too, and... This might be... a little more... complicated now, but... Um, it happened how it happened, so... I wish... Well... I guess... Maybe it is too late for wishing and... Talking about, about what could have been. I'm ready to focus on what comes next. I'm excited to see what you'll do. I mean... The gay Stephanie Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still figuring out labels. You've got all the time in the world. Yes, well, I do. You do under specific circumstances, and that's not a threat. Because I'm just what? now realizing that you What? Okay. Um so, I am telling you this because I feel like you are owed the information that the world might end on prom night. Cassie, that's a weird- that's not a funny joke. It's not. I wish- I really wish it was a joke, but it's not. Okay, I'm saying this- this- I'm not conveying the information in the best possible way I could do it. Okay. So, you know magic is real, real right? Yeah. You know I'm a werewolf. Yeah. Have you seen the ice zombies in the woods? No. 
There are zombies in the woods. Okay. And since like September-ish, me and Starfire and then Lucian and Madam have been fighting said ice zombies in the woods in order to prevent the prophecy from coming true. It's like Norse god shit, Ragnarok. I, I don't, don't pay attention to the details. Well, I pay attention to the details, not the names. Wait, okay, wait. The world's ending on prom night? Around there, I feel like, right? If the timing works out. I don't want the world to end before prom. The amount of stuff that I've gone through. I feel like it's probably ending near prom. Um, on prom is one thing. God, if it's happening on prom, that's gonna really fuck with plans. But I mean, everyone deserves to have a good night. You deserve. You and Eden should get to have prom together. Well, yeah, it'll just be a little less dancing and a little more fighting. Fighting who? Zombies? Snake people? Like Sylvia? Yes. It's, there's a prophecy and it's getting carried out and if we don't succeed, the world is going to be birth itself. And everything will be erased. Wait, okay, wait, wait. Who? Who's fighting? Starfire. And if she doesn't succeed in killing the person... Is it killing Sylvia? No. But Sylvia definitely wants the world to end for sure. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can you make sure Starfire doesn't kill me? That's and... a really big ask. Okay, I well, last time I dropped that. a hex on someone, they almost killed me. And you kind of let it happen. So, can we try not to let that happen again? I don't know if she knows. Sylvia asked me to cast something on Starfire. I'm really sorry, Cassie, I didn't know the it's world just, was ending! It's fine, I feel like maybe context is key in a lot of situations where you cast spells specifically, but it's fine. What okay. kind of thing did you cast on Starfire? Um, oh, uh, really bad. Made her not be able to hurt anyone. Ooh. Kill anyone. Which, um, I mean, I think that's a good thing, right? People shouldn't... Uh, if there wasn't a prophecy dependent on her killing somebody, then yes. That would be a good thing. But unfortunately, it is. So, could you drop that? Baby. I mean, I don't want the world to end. Yeah. <laughs> and Stephanie will drop the hex. I mean, it's good that that wasn't even a thing that I knew that we had to solve, but it's I'm glad that we figured that out so quickly. Okay. Um, so that might now mean that two people are going to try to kill me, though. No I one's don't killing know what... you. I Sylvia... feel like... Sylvia is... Scary? Yeah, I guess. But she's dealing with other things right now, so I don't think you need to worry about Sylvia. Yeah, but she's... isn't she still in town? I don't know. I didn't... She hasn't she's... been responding to my messages either, which is, like, making me extra scary. She's also a witness in a big criminal investigation. 
and I feel like she will be tied up sufficiently by law enforcement and also other things to even... Do you think that law enforcement... I have to get something on her. Um, okay. Okay. Get something like what? Like information? Or a physical thing for a witchy thing? Witchy things. I could do that. She has a locker, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Um, this is, uh, this is, okay. So, we're good. We're okay? We're good. We're, yeah. I don't want the world to end. Um, it won't. We have plans. I have plans. We are gonna fight things in the forest and then kill stuff, and hopefully killing stuff will be enough to stop it. Um... Cassie, you don't... That's, like, serious. That's big. That's, like... But if Starfire is in it, I'm in it, too. And I'm not going to leave her to deal with it alone. Let me help. Please. I can't lose this. Not after I've gotten everything back. Please. You're... I don't... I don't want you to get more hurt than you already are. And... I... Let me... Let me talk to Penny. Let me find something. There must be some way that I can help you guys. As long as it's from a safe place. I... You're not in a good condition to be anywhere physically, I feel like. Cassie, can you let me talk to your friends? I know if Lucian doesn't want to talk to me, I understand, but... If you can help, then yeah. I want to try. Okay. So, it's you, and it's Starfire, and it's Lucian, and... And you're gonna go fight zombies in the woods. Got it. Cool. Um, what is... Okay, I have told you what I can tell you without getting my personal own head chewed off. I think I will leave all the other secrets and personal things up to other people if they want to say them. But what I will say for sure is, one, the world is ending. Two, thank you for ending that spell that I did not even know was a thing until now. And three, I will figure out a time where we can all sit down and figure this out. Okay. And I will get you something on Sylvia. Thank you. Do you have something inconsequential of, of, of yours that I could... Um... Cassie, like, do, how do you need, like, just anything else? Well... If I find a way to protect you, I want to be able to protect you. Even if you're not around. If you just have the, I don't know, something. I burned a Polaroid before, I don't want to... I don't want to lose memories. Uh, he like looks down at his hands. He doesn't really have any jewelry he can take off, so he just pulls a, ha- a finger around a piece of his hair and snaps it off. Does this work? Sure. Um, which reminds me, I should probably apologize to Eden at one point. Okay. Did you do something to my partner that I should also be aware about? I've just been saving it just in case. I saving kinda... what? 
some hair. Hmm. I'm sorry. I know I'm really weird and gross. It's fine. It's, it's creepy. It's really creepy. I can't say it's fine, but I can say I understand the motives behind it. Not that I agree with them, but okay, that's something. Here, just, and Cassie just puts the strand of hair in your hand. There. Um. Yeah, if that works, then that works. <sighs> yeah. Did you ever figure out who you're going to prom with? You know, I was thinking of maybe just going alone. Saving the world's kind of bra better bragging rights than prom queen. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, I think Cassie has nowhere to go until track practice ends, because I figure that's when Ethan gets off whatever club shit they're doing. Um, so he'll just hang out there. He kind of like freezes after five and is like, should I? I mean, I can go, but I also have nowhere else to oh, be. Oh, oh, okay. Like half hour I mean, we have so, so much catching up to do. We. Um, Really did busy. you know about Caesar and Lu Caesar and Lucian? Yeah, they've kind of been hooking up for a indiscriminate amount of time. I will not release until they say they want. They they're gay and in love, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar was kind of really a bitch about it, but you know that's fair because um... I guess I hurt his boyfriend. But I didn't know they were together at the time. I mean, a point to consider. You don't have to hurt people, even if they aren't connected to people that you know already and who could kill you, you know? But yeah, they... I'm not gonna pretend to understand what they have, but they are gay and in love, like I said, so... I just was, you know, like... I think Stephanie's just will continue to be herself and start gossiping about like, I didn't understand. Like, I thought Caesar hated him, but oh my God, like now that I know, I'm like re-examining all these old conversations that we had. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys catch up and um, practice sort of wraps up and um, you guys all can, well, sort of go your separate ways. Um, but Cassie, do you bring up to uh, the gang uh, that what what Stephanie told you? Uh, yeah, Cassie will like drop in the group chat uh, that she's got an ally willing to help. Some other witch, you can guess who it is. She needs something of Sylvia's. I trust her, and we need all the help we can get. Can I uh, steal something from Sylvia's locker? <laughs> or have either Eli or Justin do it? Or Chris? Chris definitely knows how to pick locks. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris Chris is getting uh, a little bit of wind about that witchy shit, I hope. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like one day while, while Sylvia's like hanging out in the library, uh, chris can like chris like like sends he sends to the group chat with eden and and her friends and then it's just like basically like live texting the entire operation and is like always clear and then sends like a selfie of him like next to sylvia's locker uh and like the lock is broken eden uh, like texts him like put your phone away and handle it first 
Well, then he sends a picture of the inside of Sylvia's locker and is like, what do you want? Uh, what's, what's in, in Sylvia's locker? locker, Victoria? Probably textbooks. That's it. Stuff that they would not want to carry with them. Do you have like a water bottle in there or like anything that would be spell casting like actionable yeah or like any like photos on the like in the locker god there's definitely like sylvia has not gone to her locker since the weekend before so there's definitely like a photo of stephanie and sylvia in there that's definitely probably put in there eden like takes a screenshot of the picture and like circles the photo just like that you get like the next update from chris is uh operation success and then it's like a picture of uh the photo in his hand meet me at lunch i'll be with uh cassie uh yeah lunch comes like that tuesday or wednesday and you guys have something of sylvia's that you could use to cast a spell eden looks at Cassian is just like I frankly don't approve of Stephanie but I trust you he holds out his hand for the picture so you guys have that um meanwhile uh Sylvia You've kind of been, you kind of spent this weekend in a little bit of limbo, like hanging out with the wheelers um, who like give you information as it is revealed to them from uh, the police about what's happening with your family. Um, and to be completely honest, like Mr. and Mrs. Wheeler are, are really nice. And Amber is also really nice. And you know that she and Stephanie have like some kind of beef, but like, Amber is uh, privy enough to like what's going on with you and your family that she's like being probably kinder to you than maybe uh, she should be. Um, and uh, I mean, they're like, it's, I mean, it's certainly up to you and to Sylvia how they react to the wheelers, but like they are making an effort to try and be like, welcoming and like include you in things like they always have dinner like family dinners and always like set a seat for you um and they play board games on the weekends and things like that so they're so wholesome sylvia will participate in nothing <laughs> sylvia's gonna like grab some food like grab a like a plate of food and then just go to the bedroom to eat yeah they're also like willing to give you space so it is a uh, hard time that you are going through and um later that week uh when you are like technically at school but not in school um you get called to the office and uh you basically are being taken uh to the the police department for like some questioning um because you you are a witness uh you will have to show up in court um eventually uh but for now, they're just going to, like, the police just want to ask you some questions um, about, like, what you know if you're willing to stand trial. Because you're a minor and these are your parents, so you don't actually have to. Um, 
in at, like in the trial, but uh, they do want like information from you. Sylvia's gonna ask if they can talk to her parents. Yeah, they can certainly arrange it. Uh, you'd have to like go down to Seattle, but they could arrange uh, that for you. Could I talk to them in private? Um, the the sheriff, Sheriff Heron says, um, <clears throat> you can talk to your parents uh, in the prison where they're being held, which is not private. So I can't have a private conversation with them? You can have about as private of a conversation with them as you can get, which is through a glass wall and a phone. Okay, I don't want any pervy cops or prisoners listening to my private conversation. Well, in my experience, people tend to respect uh, phone calls and visiting hours, but if you don't want to talk to your parents, that is fine with me. Well, if I can't have a private conversation with them, then there's no reason to have a conversation with them. Alrighty. Do you, I mean, presume, I presume that you don't tell the cops, like, anything, but um, uh, when Sheriff Heron is, like, questioning you, you can tell that this is also not just about, like, the drugs and, like, the ongoing investigation that, like, your dad is in and that your mom has now been, like, caught in. He's also asking you about, like, what you were doing at the Astor House uh, Monday night when Arthur Astor died. And what connection your mother had to Arthur Astor? Probably business. Arthur wasn't a good person. So he wanted to get into the family business, no? And what is the family business? Real estate. I see. When you were at the Astor household Monday night, did Arthur seem off in any way? Did your mother seem off in any way? Arthur seemed sad and empty. Do y'all think he was murdered? Well, we don't know, Mr. Siante, which is why we are trying to figure that out. He probably just killed himself. A big and, old fire. And what would make you say that? Um, life was ending like I mean wasn't he like chased out of DC did you notice anything uh well there were other people present uh that night that you were at the Astor household did you notice anything off about any of the other people gathered there nope I mean, and what were you the old lady there for some reason what were you all gathered there for? The real estate. Real estate. All right. Well, we will let you know if we have anything else to ask. Cool. And the cops uh, let you go. What time of day is the Probably like eh, early afternoon, like one, two-ish. Sylvia will go back to school and look for Cora. You can go and look for Cora. 
you probably find her just sort of like during like a free period hanging out uh in like the bleachers and like the empty gym Sophia is gonna go up like sit next to Cora she like takes her headphones off uh and turns and says uh hey what's up so the only way I'm ever gonna be with my family again is if you kill Starfire so you're gonna kill Starfire right yep can't wait because she can't kill you. Why? What do you mean? I did my part, and she can't hurt you. How do you so know that? Kill her. What do you What do you mean she can't hurt me? Did you she... hypnotize her? Is it a spell? What did you do? It doesn't matter. She it does matter. Cora like sits up and like stares at you. It just says, "This is." our one fucking chance sylvia so you're going to tell me what you did because i need to know what happened i need to know in case anything goes wrong because nothing can go wrong go wrong in what direction what if starfire can't hurt me and i believe you and then i don't know you're wrong and she can that would be something going wrong, Sylvia. So tell me why she can't hurt me. So I know how likely it is that that ends up not being true. You feel, I feel like you're more upset about the fact that I did something to Starfire than you are about the fact that you would for some reason go into this thinking you've got it in the bag. I am under a lot of pressure right now, Sylvia. So forgive me for being a little upset that you're dropping a bomb on me right now. How is it a bomb? I gave you a bridge. Yeah, well, thank you for that. I would just like to know how you gave me a bridge so I can make sure that it doesn't fucking burn before I can cross it, okay? My family is brought into this because we have people. I used one of our people. Okay. And Sylvia's gonna leave. Go find Stephanie. I mean, if it's during, is it during school hours? Because Stephanie's been going to class. Uh, Sylvia knows Stephanie's schedule. Sylvia's gonna just like go to the bathroom near wherever Stephanie's class is and text Stephanie to go there to meet her. Stephanie is going to go but not before messaging Cassie, uh, meeting Sylvia in this bathroom. Um, just wanted you to know, just in case, probably nothing. <laughs> and then goes to the bathroom to talk to Sylvia. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Uh, you, you, I haven't seen you in class or anything. Yeah, I don't really see a point in going. You know, I'm, 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 I'm sure the trial will go by quickly and, and things will be fine, right? I'm, I'm here if you, you want to talk at all. I have nobody. And 
the only way I'll have anyone again is if your hexes work, right? What what do you mean the only way um what do you mean? I couldn't deal with it anymore. All the stupid emotions related to you in high school and all that bullshit. So I thought it'd be easier just to be with my family and say, cut off, cut all the humans out. But now my family's gone. And I never actually get to see them again without a bunch of other people being there. And I don't really know what to do anymore. Like the only thing I can do is what we were doing. I just... You're not alone. I know I was never there for you before, but I'm trying, Sylvia, I'm trying. Please let me be here with you. I understand pushing those feelings away and, and, and down and not wanting to feel them. I haven't let myself feel things. But it's okay if you feel things. It's good to feel. But... Didn't you hate your mom anyway? You always used to bitch about her. I mean, I know it sucks. It's super, super sucks that she's in jail. That, like, sucks so much. I mean, my mom was a bitch, but she was trying to get my dad out. She was trying to help him. And now I can't help them. Hey, <laughs> Stephanie takes Sylvia's hand. I'm I'm not a lawyer or anything, but I'm sure there's ways. I mean, from what I saw in your news, your mom was kind of obstruction of justice and, and shit. It, it, was she trying to help your dad? I mean, is your dad innocent? Maybe maybe he can get out. You can everything that you know. You can just tell the cops and. And maybe, you know, they can get a shorter sentence. Everything I know would just put him in for longer and faster. Someone told me something recently. Um, she said that no one is irredeemable. No one is evil. And, and some people make bad choices, but that doesn't mean that's the only choice that you can make. And um, I know our legal system is fucked. I took Gov, but maybe, you, maybe there's some choices that, that you can make that do good, and maybe there's choices that... Your parents, you know, they've made bad choices, but they can make good choices in the future. And 
It's not hopeless. The world's not ending. Stephanie will look Sylvie right into the eyes. My world. What else am I supposed to do? I have to take care of Regina. What, what, wait, what do you mean? You, you can take care of Regina, like, she can, you can get a new tank for her or something. I don't know. You're, you can still go to your house, right? You're not. No. Oh. <laughs> Specifics don't matter, Sylvia. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I can... I can help. Could you get my dad out? I can try. But promise me this. Stephanie is going to look Sylvia in her eyes. And as what she says, she's going to, as she's saying what she says next, she's going to be casting Ring of Lies on Sylvia. Um, And she says, I can try to help you you if you promise to be honest honest with me, me, to be truthful with me, me, because friends don't don't tell each other. Go ahead and roll. I rolled a six. Do you have any strings on Sylvia? No. She took them away from me with the shutting down move. Damn. So your spell doesn't work. But that just means that, Sylvia, you have the choice to uh, to make this promise and tell the truth or not. Okay. Okay. I'll look in to see what I can do. You know, maybe we can hypnotize the attorney i don't how does how do who can i where is the da's office uh that that's in seattle okay so like road trip after prom maybe we can go get your dad out of jail yeah uh i don't know if i'm gonna go to prom what why not I was never really into the idea of prom. And then I definitely don't have anything to wear. Oh my god. Wait, I already have my dress picked out. We could totally, like, find something for you. If you... You would look really good in a tux. Still not the main thing. Just not into prom. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I understand that. I respect that. Like I found out that my mom didn't go. So like, you know, some people don't go, but, um, well, uh, I mean, before when you were always talking about prom, I guess I would have gone like with you, but you still can Sylvia Stressiante. 
Would you go to prom with me? And not as friends. What? Um, can I roll to turn Sylvia on? Yes, please. <laughs> That's a 12. Yes! <laughs> Literally never wanted a roll to work more in my life. <laughs> Stephanie is going to, like, reach up and grab Sylvia's face and go, I don't care what anyone thinks. And kiss her right there in the bathroom where anyone could walk in on them. I would also just like to set the scene. Sylvia 100% is wearing her backpack with Regina. <laughs> and this is like the only time Sylvia's ever worn the backpack with both straps on the shoulders. <laughs> just so people are fully aware. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so uh mechanically just logistics wise um stephanie you now have a string on sylvia um and uh sylvia you get to choose a reaction from below i give myself to you i promise something i think you want or i get embarrassed and act awkward sylvia is gonna give herself to stephanie this is such an absolute huge dub for everyone (laughs) I think they are up against the wall. They are they are that one, you know, that one image of the really short and the, the really tall lesbians. Um, Regina is there. I don't know. <laughs> Stephanie is giddy, but she she pulls away just for a moment and be like, Okay, okay, okay. Um, I do have to go back to class, but please. Um, well, hey, hey, do you have to stay with the Wheelers? You can come. To, I'll talk to my mom. You can come stay with me. And, like, we'll go prom dress. We'll get, go tuck shopping for you, and it'll be fine. Everything will be fine. It's, we're going to have the most magical night ever. Sylvia actually has, like, a faint smile. I'm just going to go. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Um, meet me after class. Okay. You guys go back to class. Um, Sylvia will probably just, like, stay in the bathroom for a while. <laughs> there was probably, like, someone in the stall who was just sort of, like, <laughs> patiently kind of waiting for you guys to be done. And then once Stephanie leaves, just sort of, like, awkwardly comes out and washes their hands. <laughs> Uh, it just like gives you like a nod as they leave. I think Sylvia is just kind of like spacing out at a wall, but with like a faint smile that could almost be a little eerie. So it's sort of just like a, is this a threatening face or is this like, do they know I'm here? I have to ask, is Sylvia still in her darkest self? No, Sylvia's definitely out of it now. Stephanie Chaplin has been shown patience by other people. She will always show patience from people for people going forward. Yeah, so Sylvia, do you actually move out of the Wheeler's house? 100%. Sylvia doesn't want to be there. Sylvia's been trying to leave. <laughs> Stephanie is going to use the fact that um, 
she gets pity points for being like injured and also she's like gonna be like um mom sylvia's parents are like super shitty and like she just needs like somewhere like familiar to stay and we're fine we're fine caleb and i are fine sylvia and i are fine women support women mom <laughs> your mom is just like so skeptical so skeptical <laughs> but uh she will let it happen because you do have an extra room and she does feel bad about kind of everything that's happened in the last two weeks so she's kind of just been letting you do what you want and she's just like fine i don't think does sylvia actually sleep in the guest room i was about to say sylvia anytime going to stephanie's room and honestly anytime leaving the room except for like oh going to school and coming home from school we'll just go out the window and like walk along the roof and just go into Stephanie's room that way. So yeah, no, Sylvia is definitely just not living in that room. Sylvia is living in Stephanie's room. There's all suddenly like a terrarium in Stephanie's room for Regina. <laughs> and I think Friday night before prom, they're definitely going to go get Sylvia something nice to wear. Stephanie texts Cassie later just being like, Hey, don't worry. Everything's fine. Actually, don't worry about Sylvia at all. I, I've i taken care of her. Um, might have also found a date to prom. Please don't judge me. I'm glad we're friends again. Uh, Cassie sits back, a bunch of question marks, and then it's like, okay, good. Just text me if you need anything. That's it. Stephanie sends a like recent selfie of her and Sylvia and like a thumbs up emoji just being like we're all good yeah, okay <laughs> Cassie just sends a thumbs up and yeah Stephanie and Cassie are so similar they both took care of big threats by just being like hey I talked to them don't worry about it they're totally chill now <laughs> hey just trust me on this they're totally chill don't worry about it um yeah so uh things have for the most part like turned up for the chosen squad uh whatever was happening with the Lou Caesar's like breakup lasted literally less than 24 hours um stephanie and sylvia are like taken care of um and somewhat like at least to some degree on your side so with prom on the horizon the ball has rolled up caesar you said you had something that you just like wanted to do yeah okay um well, since, okay, I feel bad about it now because um, the way things have gone and I kind of wish um, I'd been able, I've gotten a chance to do it before some scenes, but um, <laughs> I'm still gonna do it because Caesar does not um, know that this is happening. So, well, Caesar and Lucian don't lose. So Caesar is, you know, 
campaigning in those last couple of weeks, especially since like him and Lucian like are on good terms now. We're we're campaigning in low polling places, especially like like the theater group. Like we're go- like we're Stuka like makes posters for like the end of the year play and like you know brings them lunches for rehearsal or whatever. We're fi- we're we're campaigning in low polling areas. We fucking got this. Also, even if they don't lose, it's important to Caesar that Stephanie does not win. And so I would like to use my string on Stephanie to give her the condition homophobic. (laughs) People be like, you know, like I thought we were friends, but like I told her that like me and Lucian were going to prom together and like she just reacted really badly. You know, I thought we were friends, but like. I guess not, you know. Oh, around, tells everyone my Stephanie's God. homophobic. The next second, Stephanie and Sylvia are just making out like in the lunchroom. Oh, um, I was gonna say, I think they definitely are. Like, Ste- Ste- Stephanie is not being subtle anymore. I'll say this happened like on Friday because that's when like well, Lucy's are like made up like Thursday night, so we would have done it like Friday. <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah. So, I do think that 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 rumor goes around probably long enough to do damage, and then like Sylvia and and Stephanie become a thing, and everyone just is like, "Wait, so what? What?" Uh, because homophobic gay people. Because also like Sylvia and Caleb and like that whole like public breakup thing happened. So like every like the whole school is just a buzz with this gossip like latest dish because it is juicy so wait okay if we're talking about conditions i need to to ask was part of the campaigning does that remove lucian's misogynistic condition <laughs> please say yes <laughs> can we say she's being so nice to every woman <laughs> can we say lucian supports women Lucian to give him the condition feminist. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> what the Lucian's fuck is going on in this session? <laughs> Lucian specifically going up to only the women at every group, every club meeting, being like, hey, vote for me and my boyfriend. I support women. <laughs> uh yeah, you can. You can clear the misogyny um, condition. Um, and I will say that like, uh, I do think, I do think that uh, the condition lasts for like, uh, Stephanie, your condition of homophobic does last for a while. But I feel like when you start like making out with Sylvia, like very publicly, people are like, oh, oh, okay. And I will say that Caleb does come back to school it, that week. And so he will, he's not doing any campaigning or anything, but he'll like, when he hears about the rumor, he'll just sort of be like, no, Stephanie's like, cool. Our like breakup was just because like, you know, we're friends now and we just didn't work. And we'll try and like help like mitigate the, the Stephanie homophobic rumor. <laughs> given the condition doesn't want to be prom king (laughs) 
Caleb doesn't want to be prom king. He's just like walking around. Um, he does have a, a, he probably has like a crutch, um, but he's just like truly hanging out, has, is not responding to any uh, prom king um, questions. Like there is like a school, like one of the school journalists on like the, the school newspaper club, like is going around and is like doing like the, in like the Friday uh, edition of the school newspaper, there's like a early polling like results and like predictions for the the prom uh the prom nomination and i will say uh caesar is at the top and then uh it's caesar with like the majority of the vote or majority of like the the uh sort of like predicted vote um and then we do have uh caleb is second lucian is third Amber is like literally just behind Lucian, and then it's like Justin fifth, and then all the other candidates. Another question about conditions: Do I uh, does Stephanie still have the condition Snakeford from Sylvia, and also does she still have the condition we're over from Cassie? Because I feel like, um, I feel like probably Cassie's is okay. <laughs> Stephanie, that one's gone. Lucian and Starfire, yeah. There's no reason for those to have gone away. Yeah, um, I can also say, I think you still have above everyone. Do you yeah, still have above Cora everyone? Yeah, gave me that one. Um, I do think that that also clears because you have had maybe the worst two weeks uh, of your life and everyone has witnessed that and has witnessed your sort of downfall from head bitch in charge to like normal person and so I think you can clear that condition as well. Cool. Uh, unfortunately, Stephanie, despite having some of the sympathy vote, you are uh, very behind in uh, the predicted uh, results. Um, unfortunately, the, the the homophobia rumor did did do some damage, um, as did you know your sort of like three years of terror at Thornridge Public High School. Can I ask a question about? Somewhat, what has Cora been? Has the classes that I've that I have with Cora, what is Cora doing? How's Cora acting? Um, she is trying to be as normal as possible. Um, so she's not talking to you, which is I get pretty weird and uh, like of note for the people around you, but um, and she stopped sitting at the the Stuco table at lunch. Uh, she's back with um, the softball team and is trying to be as normal as possible. But like if people who know her can probably tell that she's subdued. Also for the past week and a half, Starfire has been reposting Lucian and Caesar's prom king things and sitting with the chosen squad at lunch and walking quietly by Sylvia and Stephanie in the hallway. And she trains with Carolyn. She makes it on time every day. She's not late. She doesn't really talk to her, but she's there. Uh, she gets drunk by herself once or twice. Uh, she hangs out at home more than she usually does. Uh, at some point she finds some like loose, clothing or just or like extra clothing that she doesn't wear as much anymore and some makeup that's unopened and kind of 
puts it all in a bag and leaves it in Lucian's locker just so he has it. She doesn't hand it to him, but she leaves it there. And she goes to track practice. She's going through the motions kind of like a machine would. Oh, and she's also been doing self-defense with Eden maybe at lunch just a little bit. And that's probably the only time she's cracked a slight smile, like when Eden manages to catch one of her punches before she has to pull it. But at some point, the, she doesn't text a lot. It uh, doesn't respond a ton in the chat, but I imagine the day that like the, I have a witch friend that can help. You might know her that, that, that's that day, about that day. Uh, Starfire texts the chat, which now includes uh, Caesar and Eden, and just says, we should meet up at some point. Okay. Lucian just texts where and when to that. Uh, she texts back like, you know, uh, this is not the word she uses, but the gist of it is, you know, sometime after school in which she knows that they don't have track practice. Like maybe there's a break one day or after track. I don't know. That That's the gist. It miraculously then, lines up with a day that there's no comp sci club. Yes, it does. Miracles do happen. Cassie will ask yeah. in the chat, it, uh, can I bring my witch friend? Question marks. <laughs> can Starfire go find Cassie? <laughs> absolutely okay witch friend yep so you guys are good then i talked to her made a promise that we'll try and figure it out and um she's not really excited about the world ending when she still has stuff to make up for you told her about that I told her enough so that she would understand. And it turns out doing so was a good idea because she was able to help. And because so what did Sylvia, she do? Because Sylvia had her cast something on you that would have not been good. And it's dropped now. Cassie, what did she cast on me? And why didn't you mention? that to me because the same instant i found out about it is the instant when she dropped it and just just so we're clear you would now like to bring her to our discussion what did she cast on me exactly i will tell you if you don't go and immediately rip her throat out if you give her a chance. I know she hasn't earned many of them, but we You're need protecting her. We need all the help we can get. And I don't want you dealing with this completely on your own. You told me you weren't going to tell anyone. Cassie, if the more people there are here, the more people are probably going to get hurt. And we don't want her to get hurt if you care about her, right? She's not going to get hurt. She already has. I know. But there's no choice in trying to save the world if we don't try and save the people in it. And I care about her, even if I shouldn't. And she has stuff that we don't have. I Frankly, I just don't care anymore. But for the record, 
you were wrong. It's not worth it. And Starfire walks away. Cassie's gonna sit back, tap his foot against the linoleum of the, the school's floor. And he's gonna pull out his phone and text Eden to ask them a favor. There's something she's gonna send. There's something I need you to get your hands on for me. There should be one available in the school somewhere. I need it by prom. Should I get it before? What do you need? Before. And I'll tell you in person. And she's gonna send that walk off to his next class or whatever time this is at. Class comes to an end. Uh, this is this is probably probably Friday. I mean, the the all your coaches and everyone are giving you Friday off because prom is the next day. So there is nothing after school um, on this very last day of class before prom. So you are all free to meet up right after school. Did Cassie invite Stephanie then? Yes, uh, she'll make a note to say, leave Sylvia at home. Let me do the talking. Friends don't keep secrets, so Stephanie will tell Sylvia. I'm not going to be... I have to do something after class. I have to talk to these people. I'm going to go meet up with Cassie, and, and, and um, I don't think it's probably not a good idea for for you to come, but I'm gonna put in a good word for you. And it's, and um, just, I promise I'll be right back when it won't take long, okay? Stephanie thinks that Sylvia knows that she knows about Sylvia's part in ending the world, but they haven't talked about it probably at all. So even though she's trying to be different, Stephanie is still assuming and not always communicating. <laughs> um, but I, I think she'll just be like, I'm, I'm gonna go meet up with Cassie and um, their friends. It doesn't, it's, it's just gonna be super quick. It doesn't mean anything. It's just, you know, smoothing, smooth, making some plans, smoothing some things over. It'll, it'll be fine, okay? Smoothing what? things over for what? You know. We were kind of all fighting each other, and now we're trying to be allies. And Sylvia does not know that Stephanie even knows the world is ending. <laughs> These two are so bad at communicating. After the clearing, and with, you know, like, just to make sure, like, prom, you know, goes smoothly, and like, because I don't want, like, I can't have it all fall apart now that we're together. So but who's posing a threat to prom? Well, I actually don't know. Um, who were you working with? What do you mean who was I working with? Like, cause you asked me to cast the spell on Starfire, because Starfire has to fight someone so like who who was who was it that who's that part i mean i don't want to press like cassie said it wasn't like my information to know so 
But I'm assuming you know, because you, you were working with them, right? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was the only one who didn't know. So. And then Cassie told me, but I thought, like, everyone else knew. So I thought you knew. That I knew. I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter. You, you still asked me to prom knowing. Of course. I'm not going to give up on you. Even if people gave up on me, you know, it... So you only, you don't, you don't know everything, though? Well, I know that the world's gonna end, and we don't want the world to end. So, we just make sure the world doesn't end. It can't be too hard, right? I mean, I learned magic from Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, this is a little more than, I mean, do you know how the world ends and doesn't end? Uh, Cassie said there's zombies. So I assume there's like a giant zombie or something? And you you remember what I had, had told you about my family. Snakes. Yeah, um not just any snake. It was it was the god and then, you know, like the, the other three siblings um got locked up and then everyone you had have a descendant. No, I guess oh, Godly cousins? I don't know. Um, it honestly, it's confusing. What? What? Well. Gods? They were gonna go to the library. I have to go talk. I I don't want to be late to this meeting. Can we like talk about whether you're okay related to a god or not later? Um, I feel like if you're gonna be involved, maybe you should know all of it that you're gonna be involved in. I kind of didn't want you involved. It's okay. I've got you uh, to yes, protect me. We'll be fine. Ah, uh, it's not us. It's... I mean, yeah. Like, I was always gonna be fine. Um, either way. So, Starfire. She has to kill the descendant of a god. Okay. And then the world doesn't end. And if that descendant kills Starfire, the world ends. Um, cool. Yeah. I don't think Starfire should die. I don't think anyone should die. Dying, like, sucks. Um, yeah, I guess it, it does. Um, it's just... The person Starfire has to kill is someone we know. So, who? this is... Cora. That's okay. Aren't they friends? Yeah. Maybe you wanted to be a little more than friends. But too late. Oh. Thank you for telling me. That's really sad. I was hoping it was someone who was like super old. No. See, I just, I don't know, you've been, like, caring about other people so much more lately. I just, I really... I still care about you the most. Louis is going to take Stephanie's hands and just sort of, like, hug them. I know. I mean, I didn't want you to feel the way you feel now. It's... Uh... 
You know the saying of ignorance is bliss. Had you, you not known, you would have just been going me. to prom. We'll, 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 we'll save the world and then we can go to prom. There, I'm sure there's some way to stop this. Yeah. Okay, I have to go. Stephanie gives Sylvia a quick kiss. And then we'll go to the chosen squad meeting. Sylvia will leave soon after Stephanie to go and, like, watch the meeting. So where is this going down? Uh, real quick, I want to say that Cassie gave, like, Stephanie, like, a time to come out that is, like, 15 minutes later than when it actually starts. So that there's time to talk before she gets there. I don't know where we're going. I did not think that far ahead. Um, if anyone, when, Starfire did. We're going did to Wednesday, Wendy's. We're not going to Wendy's. We are not going to Wendy's. <laughs> we're going that to the arcade. I'm accepting other suggestions. Diner? Diner? Diner, anyone? Diner. Diner. Diner, okay. Corner table, diner. Which Starfire suggested in her text message and I, Casey, super did not think of, but <laughs> diner. Yeah, Pam is there, um, as usual. Uh, actually, Sebastian is probably also there, like, in his own booth with, like, a textbook and his laptop, and he's, like, working on homework, and she's just, like, going by every 10 minutes to, like, fill up his coffee and chat. Um, and you guys, you guys pull up to your corner booth. Pam comes around with everybody's usuals, doesn't even need to give you guys a menu. Uh, what did you want to talk about, Star? Well, I figured we should, um, maybe talk about, you know, end-of-the-world-related stuff before, you know, one or two days go by. Do you have a date? You know what's happening? Prom night. All right. And... Cora is going to do what she has to do. Which is? I did show you the whole thing, right? She's going to summon Fenris. Mm-hmm. And this needs to happen? Yeah. Yeah, it does. You think there'll be a way to save her? There is a very distinct chance she will not be the one that needs saving. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on in her head, but um, the way she explained it to me, she's going to do what she's supposed to. Which means that we are enemies from here on out want to be? There's a lot of things I don't want, Lucian. But those are not necessarily the things I have. There has to be a way to save either of you. Look, this is the hand I've been dealt. I'm playing it. And that means what? You're gonna kill Korra? Starfire meets Lucian says. Yeah. Yeah, I am. 
Lucian looks at Cassie and at Eden and at Caesar. And is like nervously shifting. If you can think of a way out, I will hear it. How exactly, Star, how exactly is this playing out? She's, what, summoning Fenris or something, right? Yeah. Is it like a her in the wolf or the wolf in her? I imagine it's a bit of both, but to be totally honest, I don't know. What I do know is that I don't really care how it ends as long as it ends. Because if I should ever have a daughter, I would like her to be just that. The cycle. Yeah. The prophecy says Korra has to die in order for the cycle to break, right? Not necessarily. Uh, Fenris the wolf has to die. Or the world consumed. So get poison and we slay the wolf we don't kill there must be a way to save her what are you getting at Cass there are multiple ways to die that doesn't mean you have to stay dead if Cora has to die in order for or if the wolf has to die and she dies in the process we just bring her back up does stephanie have that kind of magic i'm not talking we don't about we don't magic. need to use magic what the fuck are you talking about the nurse's office has a defibrillator machine in the wall we take that we make sure that any wounds medicine. on her aren't fatal or at least nothing too fatal Enough yeah, I can... to completely destroy her body. Give her a fighting chance. Because have... she deserves it. it. Yeah. You're not alone in this. We're going to fix this. Mm-hmm. Prophecy didn't say how long she had to stay dead for, right? So she could stay dead for like technically like two seconds. Two seconds, yeah. We bring her back. You said you wanted to be a marine biologist, right? You're going to get that chance. Whatever Cora wants to be, she's going to get that chance, too. Didn't Cora have a softball scholarship? Yeah. We're going yeah. to make sure that... All right. she, we're going to make sure that she goes and gets that chance. Both of you. I really want to believe you. Then believe but, us. Then believe us. What if it doesn't work? What if I then have we, to kill her twice? We keep trying. Until it does. Starfire, this can work. Starfire, you've put your trust in us before. Believe in yourself that you've put your trust in the right people. Can that be when Stephanie walks in? Oh, yeah. Um, the diner bell chimes and you see Stephanie walk in. She looks like she's she's dressed very like business casual, 
Uh, she is like, I am going to a meeting. I need to impress these people. She's wearing like <laughs> a job interview. Job interview outfit. <laughs> you want to be our unpaid intern? She's wearing like slacks and like a nice blouse and a blazer. Oh my God. And, like, it's Elle a job. Elwood's um, moment. Yeah. <laughs> Walking, oh clutching God. her purse because she is nervous and she kind of looks around and like has to wave her over. Starfire locks eyes with Eden. Just still going. Lucian looks at Cassie and says, "What the fuck?" We need as much resources as we can get. And you didn't think to tell any of us that she was gonna show up. I didn't get the time to, I was going to. You have a phone, don't you? I said, which friend? You are Who being very fucking loud. Hi. So what spell did you cast on me, Stephanie? Um, I know none of you really like me. Understatement. Understatement. Yeah. Understatement. <laughs> but, sit down. Stephanie will sit next to Cassie. I don't want the world to end. I have... Well, you all know. I'm magic. I can do things. I can help you. I'm not working with Sylvia. I'm not on the side of, side of evil. I am here. Prove it. Prove what? Everything you just said, prove it to me. You haven't proven before that you're on our side? I'm not saying no. I'm telling you to prove it. One chance, Stephanie. I don't know how to tell you. So can I show you? And Stephanie will hold out her hand to Starfire. And Starfire looks at Cassie. And looks at Lucian. And looks at Stephanie. What, is, what do her eyes specifically look like? They are pleading with you. The edges of Starfire's eyes burn just the tiniest bit. But she puts her hand in yours. And we've used watching for some fun things before. Can I, looking into Starfire's eyes, I can just show her, or my hope is to be able to show everyone watching in a kind of vision of the future and not the past of your future of all of ours future stephanie wants to show everyone here at the table what she wants to be able to give them sure go ahead and roll <sighs> please let this work it's an eight I will let the uh, hex cause me one harm. Okay. So you look into Starfire's eyes as she takes her hand and you see your own reflected in hers and you cast a spell kind of on her, but also really on yourself as you look into what it is that you want for the world and what is that stephanie has always been a bit of a dreamer 
And so maybe this has some flourishes. But it's Starfire and Cora and the whole softball team winning state. The snow's cleared up. The weather is warm and nice again. It's Caesar and Lucian in Lucian's fucking obnoxious car, but they're Caesar's in shotgun and they're driving together and the music's blasting and they look happy because Stephanie wants them to be able to be happy. And it's Cassie and Eden slow dancing on the prom floor, held close together and they're safe. And it's everyone at graduation. Everyone smiling and walking across the stage and safe and happy. We're gonna make it through this. Please trust me. Stephanie's uh, scars on her face start to like bleed a bit. Maybe she moved something or the magic, the strain is something starts to kind of come open and bleed a bit and she just like wipes it away. What changed, Stephanie? Honestly, almost dying. And she looks at Lucian. It's pretty traumatizing. But I'm not letting it traumatize me. You know, I could have proven that I was a villain. What if I just proved you all wrong? What if I just proved that I'm good? Do you know that Sylvia is actively trying to ensure uh, Starfire's death? Not anymore. And not because she's my guard dog. Because she's my girlfriend. We listen to each other. We trust each other. Eden, I think, makes eye contact with Caesar. What's his emotions like? Now that Stephanie knows that Caesar doesn't like her, he's not hiding it. And when Stephanie's like, I can prove you all wrong. I can prove I'm good. There is a little bit of a scoff because Caesar is never going to forgive her for what she's done, really. But he knows sometimes you have to work with people you don't like to get the outcome you want. And he's willing to believe her. You know you don't have to like me. I don't really like something I don't. either. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Nope. It's going to be a long time before any of us forgive you. You know, I've realized I don't really need other people's approval to do what makes me happy. But we want the same thing here. I don't want anyone else to die. Starfire looks at Lucian. What's Starfire asking? What do you think? Lucian... <laughs> Lucian looks like um, this is a little bit 
like, this is not something he expected from Stephanie Chaplin. And he's still trying to figure out what angle she's working here with this. Um, and that he thinks that we have a pretty solid plan by ourselves. And we don't really, like, I mean, we said it before, we don't, we're not trying to do this, this with magic. What, like it, whatever Stephanie wants is not really a price he wants to pay. It's a wild card. There are a lot of variables and we already have a solid plan. So I don't think we need her for anything. But again, you get the sense that whatever call you make, Lucian would back you 100% on. And if you did want to work with Stephanie for some reason that he thinks is inadvisable, he would back you on it. But he also understands, just like Caesar said, that sometimes you have to work with people you don't like, but you get the sense he doesn't think you have to work with her. And then Starfire looks at Cassie. This whole time, Cassie has been like tapping his finger against the surface of the table, and he's focused on everybody's facial expressions. Starfire's, Lucian's, uh, Eden's, Caesar's, Stephanie's. He is more present than I think he's been in a while and he there is like maybe only like a, a tinge of anxiety about this not working out but he is certain of something for the first time in forever and he would not have done this if he didn't think that Stephanie had something to offer and he doesn't want anyone to come out of this hurt more than they have to. And it's better safe than sorry to have as much resources and as much help as possible than to miss out on it. Jennifer looks at Stephanie I don't do second chances. So don't fuck it up. Stephanie smiles and lets out a bit of a sigh. Thank you. I am not kidding. If you fuck me over... You'll kill me? Probably. Got it. Let's make sure that doesn't happen. Good plan. Okay. So, in the time between when Stephanie met with Cassie and this meeting, could she have done some research, either by talking to Penny looking online, basically gazing into the abyss, to see if she can cast a spell on someone that would give them, uh, to give them the ability to cast a specific spell. Uh, yeah, you can make a roll to gaze into the abyss. Okay. Okay, that is a nine. When you talked to Penny about this, when you pitched her this idea, she told you a pretty similar thing to what she told Cassie, Eden, and Caesar, which is that the further the distance between the caster and the spell being cast, the more risky the spell becomes. So what I'll say is that 
Penny gets what you're where you're coming from and she gets why you're doing this, which is to sort of like bypass the anxiety that people will have over you casting spells on them. However, trying to do this could make the spell not work. She's not going to tell you that it, it straight up won't work. And she gives you a like big dusty book of magic to study in the meantime. But I think the, th the thing that she leaves you with is don't limit yourself because you think it will make other people more comfortable. So with that knowledge and now Starfire's borrowed time. Uh, Bar. <laughs> Stephanie will take in another deep breath and go, I understand that you have to fight someone. And um, it would be nice, right? Not for that to be an easy fight. I can make sure the person that you need to fight isn't able to harm anyone. I, uh... You mean like this? A long time ago, Starfire used strange impressions on Stephanie Chaplin, which means that temporarily I can use any ability from the Witchkin. So, instead of a watercolor, but a little bit similar, Starfire's eyes look like paper burning in reverse. And she's not gonna cast it on Stephanie, but she's almost going to. Specifically binding? Specifically binding. She's not going to use that. She just wants Stephanie to know that she can. Yes. Just no. like that. No. I'm sorry. I know that Korra is um, apparently an evil villain, but we just found this out a couple days ago, and that is still my best friend, and I'm not letting that happen. No. Lucian, we're bringing her fucking back, but in the meantime, we have to make sure that I don't die. Or do you not really care about that one? You think because I don't... I'm Why sorry. is this... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's a lot on my mind. I didn't mean that. I really don't want the, I just don't, I, they're both my best friend, Starfire. And I get the feeling that Cora probably doesn't want to do this. I, she's not going to kill you. She took, she texted me. She's not going to kill you. She's expecting you to kill her. And you're a great fighter. Do you really need this? Do you actually, do you actually need no, this? No, I wasn't planning on thing. using it. It's a fail-safe, okay? We just keep it as a last resort. But, but Lucian, if, if, if we actually want to save her and you, and you want to use Cassie's plan, I'm gonna have to do something. You can't possibly think I want to. When would you do it? I don't want to. When would you do it? Do what part of it? 
cast binding on Korra. I'm not going to. Yeah, it's Stephanie a fucking fail safe. Yeah, so when are you going to do it? When would this happen? It's going to shoot a text off to Chaplin and say, hey. She's not coming. It... You could be part of the team, Stephanie, but. You, you don't have to be present at the physical fight. No, I don't, but. You'd need something of Cora's, wouldn't you? I need something of Cora's. I can do it. I I'm don't. Like, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm like a happen... conduit. I can, I can absorb magic into myself once I learn how people are doing it. That's, that's kind of all I am. That's kind of my, my whole thing. I'm not my own powerful thing. I'm just a conduit for someone else's powerful thing. Bullshit, so, Starfire. You know, we shouldn't. Your own person. Okay, I can okay. Be my own. You all have baggage. I have baggage. Yeah, <laughs> Stephanie. Okay, Did we just make sure the world doesn't end? We're look. Okay, the you don't you don't have Stephanie. You don't have to be the one to cast binding spell if it ever has to happen. Which I don't. Which think it's it does. not going. I'm not going to cast binding if on you Cora. Can do if it, there's then, anything then, else I can do to help it, I promise you that. Are we casting binding on Cora? Or are we casting binding on Fenris? Because at this point, they're two different entities. We have to kill Fenris, don't we? So we can make Fenris not be able to hurt Starfire and not have it affect Korra. It will affect Korra when the spirit of Fenris is possessing her. I promised you I would use it as a last resort. You promised me you wouldn't use it. You just, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Is that what you said? Starfire. I'm on Starfire's. I'm on Starfire's head. Hang on, hang on. You want Cora to stop? Please, please. Okay. When Starfire, you said you can redirect spells that are cast at you, right? And I'm anything, actually. Anything. Stephanie, do you have any other spells? You cast it on Starfire. She harnesses it somehow, and she's got something else that's not binding but equally as powerful. Literally anything else. Don't do a lot that's nice. Um, they're mostly don't, just- We don't need nice here, we need effective. Okay, well, the most effective thing I've seen is binding. What's Anything next? else? I mean, sometimes, sometimes I just ask something of someone and I can, if it works, I can make them do anything. Like hypnosis. Eden glances briefly at Caesar. Uh, Catherine, clarifying question. Uh, sorry to be like <laughs> game mechanics, but I just I, I want to make sure I'm clear enough before anything happens. Uh, strange impressions specifies that it's like a move from the person's skin, and since hypnotize isn't one of Stephanie's skin moves, would that still work? None of us are fucking vampires. Yeah. Um, what It'd be Caesars though? I mean, as uh, what what Saffron and I agreed on was that 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 hypnotize works as a as a hex for her. So, um, I would say that that you could use it, um, from Stephanie. I mean, you could also use it from Caesar. Uh, Stephanie, I um, 
I, I can't take any more from you unless you uh, hurt me or heal me, but then you know I'd have to get myself hurt. It's not like I can just its look at you, it's like I have to understand part of you. Maybe I don't really want to hurt you. I think that's probably for the best. I'm good. I, I, I have been training my entire life with this piece of metal, so I think I can probably handle it. Uh, actually, speaking of training, uh, you get a text from your sister uh, that says, last night, meet me here, and she sends you a location uh, and says 20 minutes. Okay, here's the plan. I promise that I will not cast Binding on Korra. Lucian looks Starfire directly in her eyes and really, truly thanks her for that. And in turn, we are all going to be on it tomorrow, right? Yeah. Just tell me what to do. I will. I need a night to think, but I don't want to tell you to blindly follow orders from me. I request that you consider listening. <laughs> you don't have to, but I would appreciate it. And Cassie, you didn't. if you think it'll work, I'm willing to try. But Stephanie, you're the backup plan. And Caesar, Lucian, what do you think? Well, Any other bits of the plan? Ideas? Are the zombies gonna try and fuck you I up? Would, I would imagine that if possibly anyone looks at Cassie and Lucian, who's ready to handle, you know, maybe a zombie or two, was ready to do so, that might be helpful. Muscle, got it. I can too. <laughs> no, you want me? I think we'll have you standing with a defibrillator. <laughs> I see how it is, Starfire. I see how it is. But, I mean, I was planning on doing it anyways, but it hurts coming from your mouth. I'm sorry, Eden. You've got some kick-ass defense moves. Use them if anything gets too close to you looks at everyone else. Do not let anything get too close to her. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Quick thing I know Caesar? how to use the AED. That's why it's in your hands, because frankly, I don't know what the fuck that thing does. I mean, I know what it does, but I have no fucking idea how to use it. Caesar? Where's the best place to put you? I kind of just met you. I don't know what the... what you're most comfortable with. Uh... This place might also be protecting Eden, probably. Great. Yep, cool. Maybe you close range defense then. Yeah. And then Stephanie. Wait, is this happening before prom? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> sorry, did I step? Did I cross the boundary? Sorry, this... <laughs> I'm sorry, Stephanie. Quick, quick inquiry question, if you will. If your options. Are go to prom or save the fucking world. Save the world. Is save there the a world. choice that you okay? No, 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 no. Great. No, good, good, good. Glad we are on the same page. That's that's great. That's good. 
how about you game plan for now? Plan, you can see things, right? If I'll you need fix to. my car. I can be getaway. Great, you can be getaway. You fix also. your car, you stand with, wait, I fixed your fucking car in mechanic class today. Yeah, my aunt is dating the mechanics teacher. What? What? Oh. Lucian just looks at Cassie. Hanlon? Cassie just shrugs. <laughs> okay, good for that. Good for them. Also, uh, you're on fucking Sylvia duty. Based oh, on the that too. That too. She's yeah. gonna be trying to fucking mess with us, probably. No, Stephanie, she won't. I don't I... trust you as far as I can fucking throw you. I know you want to believe good things about Sylvia, but if, if she wants something, she's gonna get it. So if she wants the world to end, she's probably gonna keep doing that. So as as much as this change of heart is really beneficial for everyone, please make sure that she doesn't try and kill me. Kill like my that. best friend. So. I had said that Sylvia was going to follow. When Stephanie came and sat down, that's probably when Sylvia went and entered. And this entire time, she's been sitting in a booth, like a few booths away, with a hoodie over the head. And they've ordered a plate of fries that they've just been eating. (laughs) And at this moment, Sylvia's probably done with the fries. So they're like, okay, I will go and we'll walk over. Oh, um, sweet Jesus. Oh. Lucian pulls out his knives. Look at Lucian's face and go, I don't give a shit if the world ends or not. I just want my girlfriend to be okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? How fucking long have you been sitting there? And most importantly, looks at Stephanie, did you no. know about that? Lucian's knife is accepting no. No, no, I Lucian, promise. I promise. We're fucking I in public. Can we please not cause another PR incident? <laughs> The knife down. There's slowly. too many witnesses for anybody to do anything. Lucian slowly puts the knife down. But it's still in his hand. It's under the table. Starfire kind of gives him half of a nod. Sylvia's going to look into Lucian's eyes and just say, good boy. Sylvia? Lucian puts the knife back at Sylvia's <laughs> oh, Okay. Sylvia, how about you start talking? Not about us. How about you start explaining yourself in plain and clear terms? Before your are on the fucking diner floor. Stephanie's just like s- sitting there as still as she possibly can and has closed her eyes. So the knife is literally to Stephanie's stomach or throat? Throat. 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 So he's gonna look into Lucian's eyes and cast mesmerizing. Can I stop her, please? Uh, yeah, roll with a volatile. Yeah, okay. Does Sylvia still need to roll for mesmerize? Yes. Uh, 11. Cool. Doesn't matter. I got a, I rolled a four. I have a one, oh so I get a five. <laughs> okay. You know, Sylvia's really shaken up. She's going through a lot in her personal life. <laughs> and also the girlfriend's, but right now has a knife to their throat. So they're not fully thinking straight. Okay. They're also full on French fries. Catherine. They're not at their best. <laughs> mm-hmm. AI strange impressions. Absolutely. Uh, you see that <laughs> Sylvia starts to do something, and Starfire, you. I assume I'm sitting next to Lucian. Can I just like fucking shove him to my side? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you get in the way of it, absorb it. And then Pam walks over and says, um, <clears throat> Hi, 
excuse me? Uh, I don't know if you read the sign, but no weapons in the diner, buddy. So take them outside, please. Pam, how- Starfire puts a hand on Lucian. Please, for all that I've done. There is no money that you can pay to allow me to let a murder happen in my workplace. Lucian lowers the knife and um, flips it in his uh, palm and hands the pommel to Pam because he's not leaving the booth. And he has another knife, but Pam doesn't, doesn't know need to know that. <laughs> Pam just takes it and says, thank you, tucks it in her apron and then <gasps> roller skates back to the counter. <laughs> Uh, Starfire has been looking down aggressively because when she uses strange impressions, her pupils slit like Sylvia's do, and she's just kind of looking at the table until that passes after a second. And then looks back up at Sylvia. Would you mind cutting it out just for maybe three minutes? Oh, what up? Fucking God. Oh my God. What do you want? Why are you here? What the fuck are you doing? You know, the standard front. Can we just... Now that the... She's fine. Now that um, Stephanie's, like, the knife is no longer at her throat, she's going to reach up and grab Sylvia, uh, like, by the hand and just be like, Babe, I promise I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm safe. And can I use the string that I have on, on Sylvia to tempt her to like calm down and just like listen to start fire we all want the same thing here do we do we we want to live our happy lives we want to get to go to prom and we want to graduate can we just be teenagers can we just get through this lucian is holding caesar's hand under the table I want to look really long and hard at Sylvia. Can I? Monster Hearts Insight check her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can roll to gaze into the abyss about Sylvia. God bless. My dark is horrible, but that's a nine. So minus one is still an eight. Okay. Then I will pass this off to Victoria. Starfire is looking for Sylvia's allegiances. Where are they? Sylvia's allegiances are with Stephanie. Sylvia wants Stephanie to be happy, but in terms of the world ending, she doesn't really care because either way, it doesn't affect her in a bad way. If the world ends, she's fine. And if it doesn't end, she's fine and gets to be with Stephanie. Sylvia's never actually lied, huh? Mm-hmm. She never does. It's all just horrible truth. Mm-hmm. Starfire puts her head in her fucking hands. This is way, way too much. And then just kind of sits back, puts her hands down. Okay, frankly, I have no fucking idea what to do about this, so. You no longer want to murder me as of 10 minutes ago? A couple days ago, I guess. That's great. So, are we, is this, are we good? 
we're no, we're not fighting in the middle of this steiner, right? We're not fighting, but we're not good. Yeah, I don't know second thought. We don't have to be good, right? We just have to win. Looks like You gonna help? I will help make sure Stephanie is a great prom. Don't help them stay out of our way. After this, I never want to see you ever again. Got it. Sylvia, do you promise? Um, yeah, I'll leave him alone. Yeah. Honestly, don't care about you. So. We're all good here. We're all not dead. And brings the bill over. Sylvia's gonna order another order of fries to go. She writes it down and says, done in a few. Lucian doesn't pick up the tab. Oh, Caesar will pick up the tab. Question, just like for, for kicks and giggles, uh, what do you tip, how much do you tip Pam? A lot, please. No, yeah, I tip uh, Pam ooh, the normal amount, what? 20%, instead of the usual, like, 500%. <laughs> hey, you're not paying. What's Caesar tipping Pam? <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, um... He'll pay, you know what, he'll pay, he'll put $200 down for apologies. Like, hey, sorry, my boyfriend pulled a knife out in the middle of- Oh my God. Yeah. Um, she skates back and uh, takes the cash and uh, says, like, looks at you, Caesar, and says, thank you. And skates back uh, to Sebastian's booth and fills up his coffee and kisses him on the cheek. As he gags. <laughs> okay, plan and review. You, me, you. Looks at Chosen Squad Prime. <laughs> Strike team. Eden. Caesar. Guard each Damn other control. a bit. Damn, Damn triage. Triage is, yeah, the appropriate word. Stephanie, getaway car. Sylvia, please don't fuck us over. Don't fuck Stephanie over. Okay. Not in the plan, bud. We're all, we're all good. Let's, 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 hey, we still have some shopping we need to do. So, um, thank you for having us. Okay, come on, come on, babe, let's go. <laughs> I just whisper in Cassie's ear, just like, that happened so quickly. What the fuck just happened? And Cassie like slides down the seat, like fully exhaling. They, like, they oh, happened so quickly. God. What the fuck? What the fuck happened? Lucian what the fuck? Into Caesar at this point. He does not want to deal with this shit. He's just. <laughs> and Starfire watches both pairs kind of melt into each other and the other pair leave and goes, okay, I, I gotta go. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go steal an AED. <laughs> Could someone please go with them? I'm gonna go with Eli and Justin. Great. Cool, great, Chris. awesome, sounds good. See you all tomorrow. Starfire. Yep. Is there anything else you need from us? We're here. I know. We're not leaving. Ever. Starfire cracks half the sequences. See you guys tomorrow. See you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Starfire, you uh, head to the uh, 
the location that your sister sent um, and you see that she is on the edge of the woods, not actually that far from, from the diner. Uh, and she has um, like a white paper bag and is sitting, uh, uh, she has like the, the trunk popped uh, of the car and is just like sitting uh, in the back and has like in her lap a sort of like takeout container uh, of like some kind of pasta that she's eating. And uh, as you approach, she lifts up the bag and like gestures, uh, like holds it out to you and says, um, I learned one thing from cross country. It is that you carbo load night before a meet. So. Starfire kind of throws her eyebrows, takes it and sits not on like the bench, but uh, like, against it on the ground, like, leaning her back against the sitting part. That was horribly explained. She's sitting on the ground and leaning against the bench. Uh, your sister did get you your favorite pasta. And she doesn't talk, just eats quietly, swings her feet a little bit. Starfire lets the silence happen for about 15 minutes, but eventually lets her eyes drift up towards the sky, presumably cloudy, and kind of offhandedly, not looking at Carolyn, looking at the pasta that goes, that one kind of looks like a dolphin. Carolyn looks over at you and says, they all kind of look like dolphins. (laughs) They really fucking don't. I give you a pass on that one. The rest of them? Jury's out. <laughs> Why are you being nice to me? You know, just your shirt's pasta. Well, it's our last night training. It could be our last night training. You know, um, when we sparred a few weeks ago, what I told you I wanted to be when I grew up, none of that was true. I wanted to be you. I wanted to be just like you. And I wanted to do my homework when I got home from school. And I wanted to have friends to hang out with on the weekend. And I wanted mom and dad to have that same kind of twinkle in their eyes when they looked at me that they did when they looked at you. And when it was me, the the chain, I thought I'd finally be the same as you again. I didn't want to take your place. I just wanted you to look at me the same way you did before everything. Carolyn leans back against the car and stares up at the clouds. 
and she says, I know you didn't want it. I saw your face when it chose you. I had just spent my entire life training for the one thing that I could do, that I could be, and I was going to save the world for you. And then I couldn't. And then I couldn't. I was nothing. I couldn't even be your cool older sister because you... I have been honestly so awful to you over the last couple of years. And I'm only saying this now because I, there was a very real chance that we both die tomorrow. But really at the end of the day, I was just upset that I wasn't good enough. Caroline, it wasn't any of that that made me admire you. It was stuff like this, kind of swings the positive. All I ever wanted was for you to want to be around me. For me to not feel like I was a burden to you. I just wanted my sister. I didn't want a hero. I thought maybe I'd get her back. But I didn't because I'm so goddamn angry all of the time about everything. And I finally had something that was mine and you hated me for it. And I guess I just wondered if that meant that you would hate everything about me that was mine. I could never hate you. But don't you? I was two or three years old when I held you for the first time. I could never hate you. My baby sister. I... And I've been a absolutely shit older sibling. But I don't hate you. It was so much easier to hate you. But I don't hate you either. And I want you to win. And she looks at you. And I know you can do it. The, um, the, the Blackwell, um, she's a girl from my soccer team that I was going to ask tomorrow. Her name's Cora. I've known for a week. Maybe a little more. Her eyes widen and soften in understanding of this like terrible thing that you have to do and I think for the first time you see that your sister understands because her entire life this has been her dream to save the world and come home and 
having defeated the big bad wolf and delivering you a happy ending. And for the first time, she realizes that this is not what you are getting. You are getting a tragedy. And she just stands up and goes to sit beside you and presses her shoulder into yours. And she doesn't say anything because what is there to say? But right now she's here. And for the first time in 10 years, Starfire does not flinch when her sister touches her. The two of you sit there in silence for a while. And then Carolyn sort of leans her head against yours and says, I know that you're ready. And I think that we should just go home. Okay. And the two of you get back in your car that you share. And the remains of your pasta dinner in the back seat behind you. And Carolyn drives you home. Oh yeah, Starfire says shotgun very quietly under her breath before she gets into the car. And on the quiet, snowy drive, it's a little late, but I think finally something is starting to heal between you. That would be a great place to end the episode. I'm so happy, even through my tears. <laughs> Yay! I'm devastated like I wanted to be. This episode featured Catherine Rarett as the Master of Ceremonies, Percival Walter as Lucian Astor, Quinn Porzen as Eden Grace, Arcadia Reeves as Cassie Rodriguez, Casey Fleming as Starfire Miller, Karina Revia as Cesar Rodriguez Reyes, Victoria Nielsen as Sylvia Strisciante, and Saffron Heftigaub as Stephanie Chaplin. The Valkyrie Cycle is co-directed by Catherine Rarett and Saffron Heftigaub and produced by Casey Fleming. This season's editing team includes Catherine Rarett, Karina Revia, Casey Fleming, Zola Heftigab, and Saffron Heftigab. Music for the Valkyrie Cycle was composed by Haley Adams and Quinn Borison. Art was created by Arcadia Reeves. And our social media team is run by Fabiola Liano. Additional sound effects are sourced from freesound.org and zapsplat.com under the Creative Commons Attribution License. For a full list of credits, please visit our website at midnightceremoniesmedia.com. Again, that's midnightceremoniesmedia.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to leave us a review and tell your friends, as word of mouth is one of the best ways to support the show. We appreciate all your support, and thank you so much for listening. Proud member of the Rainbow Roll Network. Rainbow Roll. Our stories, our voices.